1: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's Green Industry Podcast. We are going to do something we've never done before. <laughs> it's kind of wild, but here is the situation. We are at the Equip Rally, and I'm here with Andrew Martinez from the Lone Star Pot Lawn Talk Podcast and Aaron Strunk, friend of the show. You've been on, I've lost count how many times? Several times. You've been on the program uh, from country in Illinois, and you guys all know each other. We do now. We do now. Just met each other, and you're going to do a podcast (laughs) together talking shop because I need to go downstairs for a booth meetup up with our friends at Jobber, and we're about to do the, the rally raffle. So... This could be a masterpiece or it could be a, a train wreck, as Caleb Alvarez says. So if it's a train wreck, you guys will never hear it because Mr. Producer will say, we ain't hearing that. So if you're hearing my voice right now, it's obviously a masterpiece. As You guys both have a lot of business knowledge and um, passion about you know building a profitable business. So without further ado, uh, Aaron. And, Andrew, I'm going to let you guys take over awesome. the podcast while I go say hello to the friends at Jobber. Thanks for letting me babysit,
2: Paul. You're awesome, brother.
1: Appreciate yeah, it, Paul. You guys have fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to myself. Absolutely. If, if Mr. I'm, yeah. Producer approves <laughs> kinda, and this goes I live. I am kind of confident
2: now. I'm getting kind
1: of worried. You guys got it, man. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy Talking Shop with Andrew and Aaron. Thanks, Paul. What's going on, man? Not much. How about yourself, sir? Oh,
2: dude, I'm hanging out. It's my first year here at at Expo here, 2022 in Louisville, Kentucky. So it's uh, quite an experience for me. And so meeting new people. Yes. uh, Being able to do this, in fact, is a new thing for me, too. So all things new out here. And um, I'm really excited. This has been a real, real privilege and honor to jump on here with you and really experience everything that uh, Louisville at this time of year has to offer. It looks gorgeous outside. So it is. Um, um, tell me a little bit about you. I, I normally on my show, I say, all right, man, let's, Get to know get to know you a little bit and all right. this, but you know, with the dynamic being just a little bit different here, let's just like talk like ombrés. You know what right? I'm saying? Absolutely, I'm down with that. So, um, well, just tell me tell me a little bit about you. Where you come from? You, so you've already told me off there. You're from Southern Illinois. Correct. I'm familiar there. My parent, my mom, comes from Illinois. Okay, a little bit further up, uh, Granite City, Illinois, okay, right across from the Mississippi River, St. Yes. Louis. So, uh, f- somewhat for me. So, somewhat familiar with that and. Um, of course, everybody knows me for the, for the most part. For those of you who don't know who I am, I am Andrew Martinez. And I have my own podcast, Lone Star Lawn Talk. And Paul Jamison actually uh, kicked me off at the first of the year and helped me out get mine put together. So that's just a little bit about me. But Aaron, man, spend a couple minutes telling me about you and,
1: of course, the listener. All
3: right. Well, as Paul said, I am a friend of the show. I've been on several times. But in case you haven't heard, I am Aaron Strunk, owner-operator of Aaron's Lawn Care. Cool. Uh, I've been doing it. Four years full time. I've owned the business for five years. Worked roughly, you know, under the table for a year and a half before that. Um, this is my third year at the Equip Expo. Previously GIE. Nice. Uh, all three times. I know. <laughs> all three times I've been at the rallies. Uh, so Mega Caverns is where I started. Copper and Kings now this year. Which one do you prefer? I know it's kind of bad, but. Which one, if you had to do a toss up, which
2: one would you rather the coin fall in? Copper and Kings or Mega Taverns?
3: Definitely Copper and Kings. It's got more of an open vibe. vibe. And also, what it falls under is the, it's more like a party revenue, party yeah. place. The Caverns is nice, but it's, you know, you're, Mitch, me, uh, Mitchell was talking about this earlier today, Mitchell, uh, Mitchell's Lawn Care. And he was saying it's kind of like you're in a hole, it's not mm-hmm. in the out in the open. It it worked, yes, but I, and I agreed with them. It's it's more open here. I don't drink, you know. I'm I never drank a, an ounce of liquor, so I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. I just come in to communicate, to yeah. chat, see a lot of people I know, sure. meet people I haven't. As for instance, I've never done this one before. I've never been on a podcast <laughs> with someone I did not know before. Yeah. Oh man, but that's it's a uh, thing for all. Of it's this, a one man. way to learn. That's, that's for sure. It.
2: That is. It really it really tests your personable personality skills out. Like you know, you know, um, Paul was alluding to something about. Mr. Producer may or may not kick this back to us, and I was like, man, I was kind of coming into this all jazzed out and excited. Now I'm getting kind of
3: sweaty palmed man. So, oh. but <laughs> I, as many times as I've been on a podcast, oh. I still get sweaty palms. Oh, it's awesome, it, man! It's but all it's good. fun. And and my wife, when I she uh, she knew I was going to be doing this because Paul asked over an Instagram live, and I heard him on I think it was yeah. Naylor's podcast yeah. on LCR asking me. Which at that point, when I heard that podcast, mm-hmm. I'd already talked to him, and he asked me to watch the board. He goes, maybe you can even podcast, and I'm like. Whoa, you know, that's that's a new level. Now, Together Aww. in the Trades, if anyone remembers, we did. A, he interviewed me, and he bailed on me for about five minutes to go get uh, some food, I believe, if that was correct. And so he left me by myself Aww, talking man. to myself. I discovered real quickly, it's not as easy as it, as it sounds to <laughs> right? talk to yourself and carry on a conversation and not put all those ums and uhs in I'm there. I'm telling so, you.
2: Yeah, dude, it took me, let's see, I've only been doing this a year now, and it's probably taken me a better part of my my wife and kids listen to this show to help proof it with me from time to time yeah and it's just been over the last month that they've hey you don't say um and uh yeah regularly anymore right. so now i'm start saying um and us dang it <laughs> it's
3: it's part of it but you know it uh it's still a good thing you know even though i don't do it all the time i've yeah i've managed to get it out of my vocabulary as much now granted i might listen back and be like oh i said it uh and um a lot more than i realized but. You don't think about it like
2: when you watch people on television, and you hear people on the radio and these shows and stuff. You don't think too much about it, but then it's like I know with me when I first heard, heard hearing my voice on irregular. I'm like, dude, I'm like nobody's gonna listen to this rap rat sounding tumbleweed, man. Come on, man. <laughs> but anyways, it, so I get what you're saying, man. So. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do in your operation? And I'm sure everybody's kind of known, but for my sake, humor me, please. Oh no, and
3: I'm, I'm and, sure and then people. we can
2: dive into uh, how y'all's experience was here at Expo 2022 this absolutely,
3: year. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, so what I do is I'm a lawn care landscape, primarily lawn care uh, landscape is soft, you know, mulch, landscaping, rock, cool. edgers, uh, trimming shrubs trimming trees to an extent, but like just like the low stuff, lifting up limbs and things like cool. that. Cool. Okay. So, yeah. but I, like I said, I'm primarily lawn care. Uh, I'm a, i am I am solo. Okay. My goal is to have an employee. I've been nervous up until this point, but I potentially have what I would call maybe a perfect employee. I go to church with him. Great. Uh, he's looking for a job. He has one for the winter, but he's also an assistant to the pastor, wow. which means I can be a help as far as if he needs to, you know, we, we have say 20 yards in on a Tuesday. He's like, Hey, I got to cut out of here at two o'clock. Is that fine? Absolutely. I'll get what I can done, but then we'll play catch up the following day, you know, so I can work with that ministry schedule that he has. And so, and it's, so it it may not work out. He may decide, Hey, I don't want to do it. And then I'll just continue solo or I may, (laughs) I want to get an employee. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just, I've heard the horror stories, you know, 2020, the 2021 was not good for anybody that had employees. And so I'm torn on that. I'm afraid. And I'm sure there's people out there that may understand what I'm saying here. You know, you you get your schedule. Let's say you mow 50 yards by yourself. Mm-hmm. You get an employee and you you crank that schedule up. You're mowing 75, 80 yards a week now. Two months in, he quits. He, quits. Or, he or she quits. Well, now you are you you only can do 50. That's right. But now you have 80 clients that are requiring you in, and looking for you to mow their yard. Now you're, as if you were work if you only worked eight hours a day in Camo 50 and mm-hmm. that's what you want to work, you're working 12 hours a day, sun up to sundown, whichever you work, five, six, maybe even seven days a week. And then you're so busy, you may not even have time to find an employee. Yep, that's and so that's, th- we all find ourselves, I think, in the rut. I think people, because I'm myself, it's like
2: that's like I'm listening to me talk because right. I've been through that same thing for the last two or three years, on and off, on and off. Guys come in, quit, guys come in, quit. And I would only think, can you tell me what you think about this ideal, the only way to kind of circumvent um, that that issue, that problem where you would say you have a set number of clients you can do yourself, hire someone, you bring some more people on. The only other great thing I would see come out of something like that would be eliminate the bottom and increase the top. So I guess the only real resolution is like you're kind of forced into to give that same service. Quality offering, is, right? Okay, let me go ahead and let go some of the least profitable clients, right? Uh, maybe the one, maybe they're all profitable, but maybe there's some that have extra services, maybe some that are on credit cards, some that got grandfathered in, maybe it's just that time. So maybe along that way, as you're struggling with the with the employment side, you can increase. You can, make, you, you can squeeze lemonade out of lemons. I Correct. Guess, you know, what do you think about something like that? I
3: would agree with that. You know, they always say, and I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, and I'm not saying I'm good at it, but they always say to clear out the bottom, the low-hanging fruit, and add to the top. There you go. And so that would be a good way. Is that something you may want to do? Maybe not. Maybe one of the low-hanging fruits is a client you've had for six years, and they're phenomenal. But it's like... I hate to do it, but it's going to work. It, it's, I, I got to make a choice and you got to tell them, Hey, listen, I had an employee. I've been looking for, what if you've been, you can say you've been looking for a month, you know, you can't find the one. I can't keep working 12, 13 hours a day, mm-hmm. you know, six, seven days a week. It's, I'm going to kill myself. I got, I hate to do it. I have to let you go. And you know, you can tell them, maybe if you want to, you can tell them, Hey, Next year, if you're still looking for somebody, reach out to me. I can't guarantee prices are the same because yep. you were, you've been with me for so long. I do have new prices, and you was, you can tell them, hey, you're grandfathered in, but I can't keep you at this moment. Right. And right. so it, that would make sense. That's, and you can say that's an unintentional good way to make Again, your client list better. Uh, an emphasis on,
2: an emphasis on strong arming into something like that because it, it's already uncomfortable for all of us to. Uh, to make those decisions, raise prices, eliminate certain clients that should have been eliminated a long time ago. Because owner-operator, unfortunately, the <laughs> the side effect of being that, I get close to my clients. Right. You, have a, you get relationships with am. clients. You're a likable dude. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's hard. And then it when is. it comes, when rubber meets the road. But I do hate to say, and maybe I'm speaking out of turn with certain clients. But, you know. With with uh with the re- the recession and with uh spiking uh, rates going up, you know, right. in, in groceries and in bills, I don't think that they would struggle to have the same issue letting one of us go after years. Oh, that I would be struggle, you know. So. That almost gives me a little confidence to the listener out there who is struggling, maybe in the same situation that you and I have. It's a very common thing. It's an it ever-present struggle. It never stops. <laughs> never stops. I mean, I mean, I've got. I been able to find some full-time help so I can tackle Christmas lights, come to this thing, go to LAL in 20, um, here in November of 2022. Um, but who's to say they no-call, no-show in the next day? You know? Or one of them don't, you know? Right we don't know it's 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 hard so that's you know that's the only silver lining that i that i could think uh doing something like that and i forgot to ask you how long how long i've been doing this for have you said so that already
3: that i goes. did but we've talked a lot i have been full-time for four years i went four full-time years. in 2019 i started the business cool, got man. my official license in 2018 i mowed it on the side starting in august of 2016
2: so you're doing lawn care like treatments
3: no, I am mowing. Mowing, okay. Mowing. Okay. I am mowing. I've gotcha. not got into the treatment.
2: Gotcha. So. gotcha. I'm sorry. You license as far as license into
3: lawn care. Have a business license. Gotcha. In my bad. Because I was me. I was doing under the table work. You know, uh-huh. I Absolutely. was mowing ten to twelve. You know, uh, you know, I made I made some decent money sure. as side money. Right. And I, when I told my wife, I was like, I have to make this a business. I was like, I don't want to gamble IRS being like, hey. Seems like you've been doing all this stuff, but I don't see any proof of, in, you know, income. Uh, yeah, it's a. And le- so yeah, I, get it, I went through. I went the legit route, and I've not regretted regretted it one bit. I'm glad. So. We
2: we need more people like that, as pillars in the industry to get, to get that as Paul would has coined that chuck in the truck mentality away right. because you doing that me doing what i do the guy in california the guy in new york having that same mentality right that's one resonating topic that keeps coming up over and over and over again yes. cuz you don't see hvac guys one's a low baller one's not they all have the same electric electricians plumbers you can expect oh it's going to be $150 visit minimum plus you know plus whatever and whether they're licensed or not you know right. they all have the same they're all virtually on the same uh, playing field, so I'm, I'm glad that you stepped up, because honestly, you probably could have gone a little longer playing Easily. under the table, Easily. but you decided to put the first your first foot forward and said, you know what, I'm going to do this legit, I'm going to get me a license, I'm going to uh, pay my taxes and everything, and that just simply looks better on you, it on does. your family, and it looks better on, on the industry. Right. Like, oh. so, and another reason so I wanted to way.
3: go legit, as, as some people say, is mm-hmm. I discovered I loved it. You know, it wasn't. Oh, I want to go legit. I want to be paying my taxes because I want to be a good American citizen. Right. I mean, yes, I want to do that. But I discovered, you know, I started doing lawn care to bring in some extra income because what I, the job I was doing wasn't enough. And I discovered, wow, this is. I really, I enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, and so I knew I was watching the YouTube's podcasts were just coming in. You know, 2018, 2017. Paul started, I know he started in 2018. Um, I learned about Lawn Care Business Success, Julio Tomei. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he's been 2015. I went back and I binged, oh, listened God. all the way to get back caught up.
2: I know we're on the Green Industry Podcast, so Mr. Producer, don't cancel this out, but that's actually the first podcast that I ever listened to according to, and I remember where I was at. I was doing uh, some builder spec homes and was wondering, hey, I wonder if there's some you know podcasts out there in the lawn care and he was the only one that popped up and i want to say it wasn't 15 it was probably more like 16 17 but that was way before anybody i mean paul didn't start till 18 and then brian soon after with brian's lawn maintenance and and then Naylor talia farrell followed up right after him on lcr media yeah and i and everything else is kind of getting fuzzy. So I right. agree with you. He was the first one I listened to. right? And so
3: anyways. And but, with the yeah. Brian's Lawn Maintenance, just in case anyone is not familiar, it is full and Unfiltered. That's so correct. That yes, way we sir. get, that way we get yeah. the right name. And Mr. Producer produces majority of, if not all of those, except yep. for Lawn Care Business Success. That's correct, yeah. But, you know, and, and they've been a huge part of why I'm doing what I'm doing. I've learned from them what Love. not to do, what to do, and things like that. So, with you being new in the podcast, how long have you been in business in general before podcasting? I know oh, you're yeah. new in podcast, but how long have you been in business? Uh,
2: I did the same thing. I did. Uh, I, I call it not chucking the truck, but I did it chucking the minivan. <laughs> I started. I got laid off of uh, a job that filed Chapter 11 when I was in jewelry and retail back in 2009. Okay. And I started mid-season. It was oh. July of 2009. And in Texas, That's bro, the hot months. and that one was, it, it was hot that way from 09 to 12. So I chose the right time to start. There was a lot of <laughs> drought going on. Anyhow, so technically I've had two two business names, two doing business as names. One, the one I'm in right now, Southern Suns Landscape Management. And then the one before is uh, uh, was Andrew's Land Maintenance and some novel long name, I can't remember. <laughs> Andrew's Landscape and Land Maintenance, I think, is what it was. And so uh, since 09, '09, uh, officially, I went legit like you did. I'd say summer or late fall in 10, the, okay. fo- the following year. Um, again, a lot of that was, I didn't know any better. Right. Get li- get a business license to cut grass.
3: What? Who needs that? What is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Because none of this was around. I mean, right. the Paul's out there and the Brian's and the name, none of that was out there, you know? Right. Um, and so that's where I, so I've been doing, I've been doing lawn mowing professionally. I've been professing to do lawn care um since '09, and of course i i did it in high school a little bit um middle middle school um i i would call it i did it as a paintball and girlfriend money
3: i get that i get that <laughs> So
2: we did that it paid my way through um through my prom and through several uh tournaments i think there <laughs> but you go. anyways um so that's how long more or less that i've been doing it and i right um And I was just telling uh, Jeremiah Jennings with uh, the Growing Green uh, podcast uh, earlier, I was just telling him that how old my oldest child is, Mm -hmm. that's how old my business is. Wow. And because I remember I was working at 09 and then I, uh, in February the next year, 2010, we found out we were pregnant with her.
3: Oh, wow. That's awesome. And then
2: we gave birth. We, my wife. <laughs>
3: gave yeah. Birth. It made <laughs> Don't take off. credit for the birth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you live a long life there, brother. <laughs> yeah. um, and so uh, she was born in 11. So she's about to turn 12. So going on, this will be going on my 13th <laughs> season, man. That's um, awesome. In 2023. So that's kind of a snapshot of where I come from. And I'm like you. I primarily do lawn mowing. Um, I'm getting into poop scooping. Uh, ah. Not, I've, I've gone as far as letting it be part of my service offering. Right. But I like to do that with each stop, or I try to do it with each okay. stop. Okay, yeah. uh, Trying to capitalize on money that, trying to
3: take that extra money off the table. You and, know? It, hey, it gets the the, the poop off oh. of your tires and you know, from under your deck. So. Well,
2: that's where it started. I just got, I ran over one too many, got smacked in the face with one too many, and oh, I just said, you know a- what, a few seasons back, and I just put my foot down and said, screw it. I'm making this part of my service offering, whether you want to do, if you have dogs and if you have dogs and you want to do business with me, I'm poop scooping or you're getting billed the day it's not picked up or whatever. So I just made that and, and I've had a pretty good turnout because I think people wound up subsequently appreciating that extra, because I don't charge a whole lot more. I only charge like $15 more or whatever the market value is. Right. They're in, uh, they're in Arlington and, and DFW, so not, uh, not tearing anybody apart on the pricing. I just, number one, it's picked up, like you're saying, right. And number two, uh, it's extra revenue, correct. Um, upselling. And exactly, and number three, it's a happier client. Some people have come out to me and actually said, I'd never realized. What I, what I never had, you know, this has been That's great. True. I never thought about that, you know, anyway, so.
3: no, know it, it makes sense. I mean, there's people that do it, uh, do it for a living. That's all they do is scoop poop. So, I mean, I never would yeah. imagine I would he, ever hear of that, but I mean, <laughs> I it, it, it's true. Yeah. And so, um, so you said this is your first year at equip it previously is. GIE for all those that knew it as that. Yeah. What was your, so what did you hear Wednesday? when did you arrive Uh, i flew in wednesday Wednesday. i got here wednesday evening yeah okay so when you walk on someone you walked in this morning at 9 a.m yes what was your experience when you walked in on that showroom floor overwhelming didn't know where to go didn't know where to go
2: (laughs) (laughs) i had the book in my hand and somebody kind of guided me but i'm just kind of like first day of school you know right where do i
3: go (laughs) exactly have you been outside at all
2: I have not. I was headed that way, but it just seems like every booth I went to, I ran into an influencer or a right. friend, or I, got, I started talking with uh, uh, some new friends that I've made right. about work, and I mean, so no, I didn't. Well, I, I, didn't
3: I haven't went outside. Out I mean, I, I went outside earlier to get some food. I was told there was a good food truck out there, which I think I missed it, but whatever. Tomorrow, I'm going to go outside, but like... Thursday, I I was here Wednesday. Oh, I got here in Tuesday, but Wednesday and Thursday, I was been inside talking. Yeah, man. Been at meetups, been chatting with people, yeah. people that I'm that I'm familiar with. I've made sure and went and chatted with them. I remember my first year. It was, oh, I don't think I talked to anybody because I was at, in 2019. I was still early in the social media. I wasn't like I was connected. Like I knew Paul, but I didn't know Paul like I would know Paul now or right. Brian or. Naylor or Sean and TQ and all and I know there's I could they always say, don't start naming because you'll forget some. Oh, yeah. So all the influencers out there, you, you know who me, you are. You already
2: forgot me, and oh. and you just met me, man. <laughs>
3: Golly. Gosh, man. Oh, like I said, you don't start naming. <laughs> but I remember when I first came, I was worried about equipment. I was going to all the booths I could. I was outside. I was demoing as much as I could. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. That's but I cool. did. I wouldn't get on the dirt equipment. I didn't get on the Bobcats. I didn't get on the excavator. I didn't know how to do that. And, yeah, you could get on there and do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to look like an idiot but now you know 2020 we wasn't allowed to go we had to skip it um but 2021 i you know it's two years under the belt i've communicated i know i'm i'm no influencer i guess it would say i'm not that i just i'm on instagram i'm on social media i know i know some people some people know me so i came to talk i came to interact with people I went outside i rode some equipment I tried out some stuff the new stuff yeah but I didn't chase anything right you know like tomorrow my goal is to go out in the demo area I want to go to the Skag booth I'm a big Skag guy if anyone knows me same I want to try out the I saw your Cujo's it kind of as a giveaway man yes that's awesome dude <laughs> I love them They're supposed to, the Skag edition is what they <laughs> that's call it right.
2: yeah it's awesome man I and love it so
3: they got the new EV ride and so I don't know if it's Ooh. released, but they have the V-Ride, the electric version of the V-Ride. So I at least want to ride on it. Now, sure. it's dusty as I get out there, that's but at least I want to I ride mean, on it. That's
2: what I was hearing. That's what kind of kept me from that last half of the day from going out.
3: I got dust on my shoes just from walking out there. Yeah. I didn't get on no equipment. And so and I also want to check out uh, the Echo P uh, Echo 9010. PB9010. Oh, yeah. So,
2: I'd like to try that one out, too. So I have not used that one before. I
3: yeah. have not either. I tried the 8010 out last year. How was I that? demoed it. It was phenomenal. It's like a big old tank. <laughs> base. It's like a rocket pack. Literally. It is. <laughs> I'm a big Red Max guy. I run the 8550 yeah. red blower. I was running Red it's Max, Max blower, man. trimmers. My opinion, and if Red Max listened to this, I'm sorry, or Mariama, I don't remember who's over him now, they're not... Red Max trimmers, in my opinion, are not are shot after two years. I don't care if you keep up with the maintenance. They'll still run, mm-hmm. but you have all kinds of issues. They don't want to start sometimes, or when they do start, it can be hundred degrees outside and it's like it's a cold start start. You gotta sit there and wait for it to warm up. Oh, I don't care if you things. ran it 20 minutes ago. It so I actually I parked see. it in this spring and put an Echo 2620T on the trailer. Best purchase I've ever had. Next Great. year, I have trimmer, a man. I have a smaller Red Max that I'm replacing next spring with another Echo 2620. And so I need another. But the Red Max blower is phenomenal. That blower, four years old, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. fires like it's brand new. Now, there's days it struggles, but it, it fires off. I don't know what it is with the trimmer and the handheld blower I struggle with as well, Red Max. Huh. But the backpack blower is phenomenal. So I'm kind of like doing a partial switch to Echo. But I'm going to keep my Red Max blower. I love my Red Max. I started with Red Max back in 2017 or 2018, so I'm keeping my Red Max, yeah. at least one of them. I got to keep one to the, you know, on the cur- on the, on the trailer.
2: Did you visit the Red Max booth and did you see their mowers and all that stuff too?
3: I did. Um, I hadn't seen it yet. I was I, will s- I I don't want to be rude, and so I, I, their booth wasn't as big as it has been in years past. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed a little not as much. I, ha- I was going to check out a Red Max mower. I wanted to demo one to kind of like. I only have so many followers on Instagram, but I. You don't see a lot of people running Red Max.
2: So you don't, I. Re- you don't. Yeah, I, I- remember Jonathan Potoshnik with City Turf. He's out in the area. He's a long Millionaire. Yes. He had. Uh, he still has a um, company out where I'm at. I'm really loud back there. Oh, it's nice. they knock some cups over.
3: Oh, okay. If anyone heard that, the, the, guy of the that guys at the bar cleaning up, so it's kind of loud. <laughs> <laughs> apologize for the loud noise.
2: They're. Um, he actually, from what I remember, some years back, he had a good, he had a, a big setup with Red Max. Okay. They gave him like a he said a phenomenal prize. He kind of is like that Mike Andy's mindset where hey, if it trims, it runs, it's it, it lasts for a while, and it makes you know it makes you money. Right. That's what that's what I'm gonna go and the best deal obviously. So he right. said, I mean, he was buying hundreds and hundreds of sticks a year, right? So right. he was putting them all out there, and um, I remember that's so I thought when I bought a a, ser, a service route. It came with a couple Red Max blowers. I got to agree with you, man. Uh, I bought it used. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't take that great care of it. And, dude, those still, that blower, those blowers still ran like champs. Yeah. From the day that I bought it to the day that it got lifted and stolen out of my truck.
3: Oh, wow. That's uh, unfortunate.
2: In front of my dealer, bro. Are you kidding me? Wow. Anyhow, I agree with you on the, I never used the trimmers, um, but I have used the blowers, and I agree with you. They're like little. If yeah. they're still being made with the same quality, little mini tanks on the back. man. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: And, awesome. and I don't want people to think I'm talking down about Red Max. If you if you run Red Max, I'll power to you. I've just I've ran them for five, four years mm-hmm. and I'm discovering that the Echo trimmers are better for me than the Red Max. Um, as far as mowers, I was going to demo one, um, but they were only going to give it to me for like a day. And that's not enough time to, ah. and I don't really make content right. here to say, but that's not enough time for someone who doesn't. I need more than a day to be mm-hmm. able to get some kind of footage together to post it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And so when they told me that it was only a day, I was like, ah, you know, I'll pass, you know, and it was, it was, it was busy at the time anyway. So maybe it wasn't meant to be, um, but I have seen them. They seem nice. Uh, definitely interesting. That's for sure. Uh, I
2: always but, wonder, like, like when DeWalt, they came out with their mower. And right. steel, they got into the mowers instead of handhelds. Granted, I'm kind of answering my own question, I guess, but it's just, I don't, I, I wouldn't, it's like kind of like stick with what you're good at kind of thing, you know? I get that, yeah. And so I, I've asked that to a number of people, what are those mowers like, you know? And then I saw, I saw uh, speaking of Fullerton Unfiltered on his YouTube channel, he'd go on there and test all kinds of these different and apparently they hold up pretty good. But then again, that's just trying them. That's not right. putting them through, you know, hell and high water season, down and season yes. out. And I'm in the south. I'm in Texas. So, I mean, how one mower would wear where you're at. But almost, right. probably not wear the same way. I'm sure. You know, from where I'm at. I mean, it take in six eight months. My tires are all worn out. It's really so, it's so hot. You know, and that's the only thing I could think about. You know, right
3: um, now, tires for me, I only replace them if I get a hole in them that's not worth fixing. You know, if you I get like a too wall many holes hole or something. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll plug a sidewall. Oh. I have I have a 61 inch V ride right now that has less than 200 hours that I got a oh you got a, a 61 flag. V ride oh, I do oh that's awesome man. I uh <laughs> I got a flag in the tire <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh. the old uh, Tim Allen right there
2: <laughs> you just got to put those twin turbines on the back of your 61 then
3: you're a true home improvement here <laughs> right but I uh, I got a flag in the sidewall oh, and so man. I was like man it's a brand new tire I was like I'll plug it it's held now I'm sure a dealer would tell you don't do it but. I know how to plug my own tires. I've not been doing That's it. That's awesome. How do you do that? I mean, or you so, got to kind of be there to kind of show show you how to. I mean, I've so never been able to do I've that. I've bought Menards, uh, which I know you don't have in Texas, kind of like Home Depot. A Menards, they have their their tire plug kit is stronger than some of the other ones. There's hmm. cheap ones out there. And so all I do is I pull the flag out. You can still see the hole. There's a cleaner. It basically looks like a like a pin okay. to the point to and it's, and it's rigid on the edges. You just run it out, back and forth, make that hole a little bit bigger, clean it out, and then if you still have air in the tire, it'll really start just blowing the air harder. I don't want to do that in the mic. Blow everyone's eardrums out. <laughs> and then once you do that, you, you have like the little plug sticky plug yeah. rubberish material you mm-hmm. stick it through the i don't know I don't know what you even call it but you put it's got like little prongs on it you stick it in the mm-hmm. you put it into the tube it folds it in half and then you just give it one good yank and the tire's plugged and you'll know right away if it's holding there i've been or not. able to
2: do that on sidewalls man i've tried that before but maybe my gashes I, are different well, than what you're talking about size of hole matters okay
3: i had a hole on a tire. It came from a T-post. The hole was big enough to stick my finger, and I have decent – as you can see, my hands are pretty big. He's got big. mitts, ladies and gentlemen. He's it, got mitts. Good form of mitts. There was no way. That, that tire was shot. As gotcha. soon as I seen – I mean, the tire was flat within five seconds. Gotcha. I had to ride that mower on a flat tire. Like forty yards to get it back to the trailer We're riding all I we it in there man that sucks it, it was brutal like <laughs> yeah. I, it looked horrible sitting on the trailer exactly oh. and so like those are those are not fixable but like yeah. a, the, the marker flags that you know that yeah. all okay. the those are fixable right. there's right. certain things that are fixable yeah. but yeah, that's a judgment thing you know my opinion if you can't plug it with one plug don't you can't fix it you don't can. keep it shoving plugs in there right. it, yeah, it's it not gonna it work. Is. 'Cause after
2: a while you're just gonna be damaged, making making the issue worse or whatever. Yeah. I remember when I got my first V ride, literally within the first week, what's like what kind of what you were saying, why you wound up plugging it, it's a brand new tire. Plenty of tread. It's a brand new tire. Yeah. But my my dumb self wasn't paying attention. And I was rounding a steel edge um, mm. border, you okay. know, yeah. and shooting the grass out into the yard. And doing that, I didn't realize that one of the stakes holding those borders in was flapped out. Okay. Ran a big old gouge, I mean, right across it. But believe it or not, dude, I just put some Fix-It slime on the inside. I've heard a lot about that. And I read it out all year long no until way. the tread, fin- like I was telling you, the tread finally ate itself away. But dude, <laughs> I put that slime in there like three times, and it, it, it did it. So I think literally the puncture on the sidewall, because it, it covered from the the um, the hubcat into the outer part, oh my like laterally, because you know it was spinning, it caught right. it and just totally. Wow. I swear it was it was just right there. It didn't, if I flounced on it the wrong way, if I popped off the trailer the wrong way, and put that extra. Balancing of pressure on it, that thing would have popped. So wow. I kind of lucked out.
3: So what, I, what we're saying here is, uh, how long ago was that? You probably did that? Oh, than the last a, year ago, years? So a year ago. A year ago. What what we're saying here is hour. he's been in business since oh9 Yeah. We we all do stupid mistakes. Yep. It doesn't matter how, <laughs> how long you've been in business, mistakes are going to happen. That's right. And there's no way to avoid it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of a turn here because you mentioned this. Christmas lights. Christmas. I know that is a big thing. I'm, I think, I think you've may even been on either Growing Green or maybe in Paul's podcast talking a little bit about lights. I've heard a little bit, yeah. but we're in, coming into Christmas lights time. Mm-hmm. Time people are looking at, maybe people are thinking about it. Is it something that people should get into?
2: You know what? It's just one of those things. It's a hidden gem. Okay. I'm naturally going to tell you yes, because I've, uh, I just stumbled into it, not by my own doing, Okay. Now, I got into it here a couple seasons back from a couple of employees at the time that wanted the extra work. Oh, OK. I didn't it wasn't even my idea, bro. So wow. that's a testament to say I didn't even really. I knew it was out there. Right. Number one, I'm afraid of heights. Let's just put that <laughs> out there. So I think that was a good reason why.
3: <laughs> I'm <laughs> so not the greatest with I'm heights. I'm just going
2: to put that out there. And then, and then, so without trying, we collected twenty-five clients. And then the following year, I tried a little bit. We forexed our business. Okay. This year, I'm in the process of rehanging 2020s and 2021s lights. Okay, and try and get ready for. So yes, I'm, I'm saying that to say, in my opinion, the margins there. Right. Uh, the material is fairly simplistic to work with okay reliable the commercial heavy duty stuff is right Uh, just like lawn mowing though and what you and i do during the year right it's essential to have a good supplier okay um either near you or one that you're in well communication with now i met someone here recently he's been on my podcast it's called um his name is james reed and he is with the christmas the Christmas mentor. He's got a. He's got like an online training course set up. But he's also got uh, a warehouse outfitted with materials. Okay. Why I went into that is because you won't really truly know until you start doing the trade itself.
3: I get that. That makes it's, sense.
2: Oh, I'm out of male and female ends. You know, I got all this other inventory, but I need this. And now you're, you know, halfway through November, and shops are starting to tell you, "I'm sorry, we're out." So you need to. Have good contacts, have good suppliers to make sure that's coming your way or even um, get a little inventory together. Right. But um, long-winded answer there. But I will tell you, in my opinion, I think it's something worthwhile looking into. Not all markets will be accepting to it. But what got me? We, we don't do snow in Texas. Right. Once in a while we'll get snow, and then we're just bombarded, and everything shuts down. So nobody's working anyway, right? Right. Um, all of our leaves fall at one time, minus live oaks, and that comes in the spring. So we're doing that with mowing anyway. Right. So to help subsequent and offset that winter time uh, ca- uh, lack of cash flow, as you would be, you know, would naturally mow or do something like that. I think that's really good. The trick is, though, Aaron is doing it at the right time because we have time sensitivity season, seasonal sensitivity with the lawn care side of it this is even more so you only have 30 45 days to really capture good business right between i would say the last week of october and maybe the first 10 days of december that's when yeah. it's prime before and after that nobody's really you know they're not really biting, biting right. you know right. especially the,
3: the closer you get to christmas
4: We know you need something that's easy to operate, comfortable, and still brings great performance. The Kubota Z400 Zero Turn Mower Series brings all that and more. You'll also love the large fuel tank, so you can keep on working without interruptions.
0: Your mower blades are sharp, the whipper snipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description.
4: ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure. No hassle. Call 1-844- 996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash paul to learn more. GPS Track It.
3: People don't want to pay, you know, it's not a a cheap price, I'm sure. I, I I don't do Christmas lights. Um, it's not something I've got into, but I'm sure it's not, you. It, there's a profit in it, yeah, and very people. Much so. I'm sure there's a price level that people don't want to pay for. You know, let's say you put them up December fifteenth. Yeah, you may not get to them back until January, mm-hmm. but they're not going to keep them on until maybe the latest the end of the year. You know, the December thirty first, and they'll. They'll roll them, they'll turn them off, you know. So they're they're not they'd rather get that full two months, you know, if they have them that's up right. in November. They'd rather right. or have just the whole month of December. That makes a exactly. difference. Exactly. And it that's does. and
2: that's you're right. That's where it cuts off. First uh, first ten days of December. People right. are still 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 trying to take this. occasionally you have that rogue going, Oh, I got family coming in and I just now have the money or I just now have the time to even talk to someone. Go ahead on the 15th or the 20th. Man, that's going to be $2,500 to put a whole face, to put a whole house up. I don't right. care if I have family coming in Christmas Eve, let get it done.
3: And, <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to turn it down. Just, I agree. just like
2: in our lawn care side where the last guy didn't show up for three weeks and now it's, you know, shin high. Ma'am, I'm sorry, our first time cuts, we do by the hour and we have an initial charge and I can't guarantee right. you, I only know until I do it. I'm just being an honest service provider because I can't put our expensive equipment through. We don't know what's in there, right? Right. And it's the same thing, you know. Um, but in my opinion, I think uh, I feel for my market and for our service, it's been a, a great one. This right. is, my, I'm going to be honest with you, this is my first year where I've made it part of my solid service offering, where it's on my website. It's on Instagram. Um, I'm promoting it. you right. know. Yes. Hence the reason you even asked me because I mentioned it. i Right. I talk about it regularly because yes. I want people, if you're curious about it or if you're interested about it, now is the time to really get into it. You can still make some good margin. You can still make it happen even at this time. Just know um, with every day that goes by at this point of the season, which is, what is today? is already the 20th? 20th. 20th, 20th in October. October I'm... St- I'm I'm 11 days away. I only have 11 more days to get, not only, but I still have 50 more rehangs to do. Okay, right. (laughs) And, I'm, you know, one guy quit on me, and so I got to get back and make sure that happens because I like most all of my rehangs done by the first week of November. So when the new business comes through, I'm not chasing my tail like I had been the last
3: couple of years, you know? Right. So. Um, So I feel like this is known knowledge, but when it comes to lights, I'm assuming you're not going to Walmart. When I heard you said male and female adapters, to me that automatically means you're not going to Walmart buying the box of fifty count and hanging them on a house. No,
2: now you can, I guess, you know, as long as they're LED, that helps. But no, these are custom custom strands uh, that come in anywhere from twelve to fifteen inch spacing, and if if you know, you know. um, Right. The the bulb size is it's what it's called a C nine bulb size. Okay. Um, That used to be the old bulb
3: lights back in the day. And they're faceted,
2: really thick. You know, it's, it's yes. a real hardy bulb. Uh, all I only deal in LED for savings, for quality, for it longevity. They yes. do. They do. And and that's what I buy. And that's what I consider what would be called a commercial strand, commercial okay. Christmas lights. Right.
3: And I, I figure that's what you're getting at. Yeah. But I want to, just in case someone's like, yeah, well, I man, can go to well, Walmart I and I can that. sell yeah. them, you know, because yeah. I'm sure there's someone that's not heard, you know, what yeah. to do for Christmas lights. Me, I... I know a lot of times you can get lights from site one that's a common place some people mm-hmm. get them from to be honest I'm not sure in my area where I would get them from I know some people offer yep. lights I know I got a buddy that he goes whatever the client if the client wants to buy the lights from Walmart he goes, I'll hang them for him because a lot of them they, what that is and I understand what he's saying and I'll explain this it's an elderly person they want some lights up but they don't, they can't afford a lot. They just, they need someone to hang them. So you're not going to charge an arm and a leg. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, that's kind of like just a small service. That's a little bit of income. I, I don't know, but,
2: man. I'd almost rather just give the lights away for free and write it off. <laughs> I, I mean, get that. Dealing get with it. the Walmart lights, man, it only takes you one or two times to really just get jacked up in it to be like, you know what? I mean, I'm either walking away from Christmas lights <laughs> or like, I'm, I'm definitely making the change, man. I oh,
3: oh I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm not saying it's right. Um, you know, that's kind of like helping, uh, as uh, Caleb Almond likes to say, maybe you're helping Granny Herfenerbler. Um, so <laughs> yeah, you, you, Good quote. you can't always do it all the time, I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, but, uh, you know – I agree you would want to go with the commercial route get the lights that are of higher quality you can control it control the situation as for me I just don't know where I would get them from so I've
2: well again that's why I said uh the online supplier that I recently uh came across James Reed and his uh he's got a complete
3: warehouse completely fireworks going off in the background if you hear hear bangs I see fireworks off in the distance so okay a little extra noise for the podcast I know, broadcasting. Know, I know
2: we're downtown, you know, I don't have my, uh, Texas heritage with me, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but, um, uh, th- these are Christmas light suppliers that I actually recently met through him today that uh if you don't have somebody around you because they're in the business, they're almost like the Amazon of the Christmas light store. Oh wow. So just because you don't have one right down the street, that's inconvenient. I ain't gonna lie. They might be able to do a twenty four hour turnaround for you because that's what they do. Right. They know the time sensitivity sensitivity, sensitiveness of the business you're in. They they do it, right? Right. So whether you do an online have an online source like that um, or you have somebody down the street, it's just really essential. And now these days, um, like I said, either one of those suppliers online can really get the job done for you. So, right. again, you have to wait probably a day or two. Um, right. And that's unfortunate, but, hey, it's a lot better than not being
3: able to get it at all. Right. <laughs> it just requires you to plan more is what it does. That's right. That's and exactly you just what can't does. go down the street, grab what you want, You go, hey, you know, I need to order this. And you make sure you maybe order more in advance, too. Yeah. That's another thing. Don't Don't order what you need. Order ahead, and that way, if you need to do a quick emergency job, someone's like, "Hey, I want lights." You actually have the material there.
2: You got and the right idea. Get in the lights, man! Shoot, you've already pretty—you're selling me on the Christmas lights again, <laughs> and I'm the one
3: doing. <laughs> uh, you know, I think I even seen it equipped today. I, I'm not 100 percent on this, but I'm pretty sure I seen a booth for Christmas lights. Um, I didn't look at it, but I. And, and if someone's seen it, and you know, they're hearing this podcast, and they're like, "Yeah, there was." It's just proof that. There's, the lights, I think there are several in there. Yeah, they're they're the coming into. About yeah, there. they're coming into the, the the business. You know, they're coming into lawn care and landscaping. It's getting known more now, mm-hmm. so it's something that people check into. Um, I'm not saying I won't get into them. I'm right now. I'm solo. And a lot of times with our mowing, except for this year, this year's been terrible with mowing. We were, we're in drought. You know, We haven't seen rain yeah, over a it's month. It's been bad. Um, all across the nation has been It bad. has been it's,
2: bad. Usually it's like kind of the southern hemisphere is kind of typical. That's kind of the, you know, oh, that's why I always say tumbleweed and all that. But right. it's been everywhere. I've been hearing that from everybody. New yeah. York, where you're at, the east and west coast, especially down where I'm. It's been all across the nation. We had that big, huge heat wave that came through. Yes. No water. It's been tough. Hey, I do lights in the... Uh, wintertime now. Okay. What do you primarily do to offset the... the
3: What I was going to say with me, I'm not sure on the lights. What I am working on, I have my business license for it, is dumpster rental. So, Mm -hmm. roll-off dumpsters. What I have discovered, though, it's not as easy to start as a lawn care business is. Um, It's harder to find that price where, you know, where the price is at, where it's competitive, where you're not the lowest guy and not, and, but you're not also the, hot, the top line where no one wants you. And that's where I did start. So I've set my prices. I have a dump trailer. I don't have roll-off bins yet. That has been a hindrance as well. People don't like the idea. I run a Texas Pride trailer. Texas Pride, if anyone's seen them, they build phenomenal trailers. Okay. Their dump trailers are phenomenal. It's the strongest built trailers i've ever seen it's good to know the issue is is their trailer set i would say three to four inches higher than a standard dump trailer like the floor it's a little bit higher that's what i've noticed not crazy big but it is taller well if you're clearing out a garage you got boxes or you got some furniture throwing out some people don't want to throw it up into a dump trailer they want to be able to walk it into a roll-off bin and so i found that's been an issue but I'm. I don't want to invest. It's expensive to invest into brand new. I
2: uh, yeah. I would imagine. And now the roll-off bins. You're gonna to have to forgive me and my ignorance. Roll-off bins is that kind of like the 18-wheeler kind of bins, or it
3: can be. But they also can be on a. You can actually pull them from your bumper of a pickup truck. Um, so the the size. I'm sure there's a limit. I haven't fully got into the, what's the limit, but you can do 15-yard dumpsters. Uh, so it, it – Now, you're it, talking about this is a dump trailer? It's, It would remind you of a dump trailer, okay. but you can actually raise it up and roll it off onto the ground just like you see like the big CDL-style trucks, semis, huh. you know, that, that do it. But okay. you can actually – you can look it up on YouTube. I'm you know, it's funny. I Be careful, though. There is – it was like I looked it up once and then I just seen I didn't realize how much was on YouTube, which is just proof <laughs> of YouTube right here. You know, you know, we're here because a of, you had to succeed. Man. Exactly. Everything's on YouTube. And so, I mean, it's, Aww. you know, even on that, it's how to price, what not to do, what to do. You know, it was just all kinds of videos. Interesting. And so mm. you can actually do bumper pull uh, roll off bends. You can do gooseneck, which my goal is to do gooseneck. I got a new truck. So I'll it's set up to run Gooseneck when I come available. I've limited myself again, though, and this is for the winter. I mean, this will be for year-round, but also for winter. I named my business Aaron's Bright Orange Dumpster Rentals. If anyone knows me, I'm a fan of orange. And my dump trailer. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. There's a lot of it. Okay, yeah, I just, exactly. I just Googled it. And so those are some of the bigger ones. And that's what you commonly see as those there. And what we're looking at is the common trucks and the dump trailers. You dump oh, roll I see. Off bins. It's that bottom there. Okay. But there's some smaller ones. And so, oh, yes. What I've done, though, is I've limited myself my name. Bright orange. I'm a huge orange color guy. Uh, my dump trailer's orange. So I figure that's a good name to kind of stand out. Well, that means you can't you just go... G- grab some used dump roll off bins and a trailer off the mm-hmm. Craigslist or Facebook or wherever you see that. You can't really be chucking because I'm bright bit. orange. <laughs> if I roll up with a black dumpster, I'm like, "This is bright orange dumpster rentals. Why ah. aren't they orange?" So Dang. it's I gotta buy brand new. I could get them. There's a process, and I, who you could knows? Find the
2: deal on a black or a green
3: one, but that, get, you're, you're, you're but going then, through a
2: whole lot of spray paint. <laughs> exactly. There's a whole lot of repaint there.
3: But that's not my main thing. I do, to be honest, I do winter winter. So I put money back. Okay. It, sometimes it's less. Sometimes it's more. Sure. By the way, it's grand finale, guys. of the fireworks going that. off here. Now I hear that. that's why. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, it. I put the winter phone back so I don't have to technically work, but I still try to work. Gotcha. Uh, Do odds and end jobs. Well, the more um, you had to start the season, I mean, uh, just, yeah. that's just going to benefit you for the following season. Correct. So and I'm also in the you. process of clearing property to build a house and a shop on. And so I'm also working on that. I've been working on that since the f- October of 2020. So it's that's cool, hauling man. junk out. As I've, told, I've said it on several podcasts. My grandpa took 50 years piling junk in. This property belonged to my grandfather. He passed away 6 years ago, 5 6 years ago. He took 50 years piling junk in. It takes a little bit of time to get it all out. Oh man. Uh, I like to and I, and I am not lying when I say this. I have hauled out 30 tons of metal out of that property. I still have mobile home trailers to get cut down whoa, to haul whoa, them whoa. off. Even mobile home trailers? He he so he lived in a mobile oh my home. God. So He lived in a mobile home, so he had two of those combined. Those are gutted down to the frame. Well, debris on the frame. And we still got three others that got to be gutted, stripped, tore down to the frame, haul the tin or aluminum off, whichever one's on the – it varies on certain trailers. And then get the frames, get a cutting torch, cut the frames down to where I can haul the the frames off on one trailer, on several trailer loads. So we got a lot of work ahead of us. We're almost to the point where we can start the – Process to get the land ready to build on, that's and so that's okay. where I'm gonna start off here soon. Is working on getting that finished, so that way our goal in the spring is to start building. And so that's that's honestly what I've been doing in the winter. Wow, um, okay. I, I do that.
2: So well, that's good that you're able to discipline yourself and set back, um, set back the squirrel nuts. You know, for the <laughs> for the winter time as we should be. I mean, that should be default. But right. again, a lot of go- I didn't know that. First few seasons I was in uh, the lawn landscaping bit, uh, industry, I suffered through the winter time because right. I just didn't think to set the money aside. And then you know, I, I'm, I'm struggling to try to do what I do right. Uh, right in the winter. But there's really not that around in, in the in the you know <laughs> in the winter time. So yeah. I'm glad that you do that. So at least you can put you and. Uh, your family ahead, starting yes. in the spring, so that makes things a bit more. So then you can acquire better equipment, have more marketing. You know, it's just, it's just better for you. you right. Know, so
3: it's. I'm not saying I've been perfect. Uh, the way I do my winter fund right now is I still do take cash. Now I file that cash every. If you check my job or get on my job or, yeah, you'll see legit. that my cash yeah. is there. But what I do with it right now is, as soon as I get paid cash, it goes in a safe in my bedroom, and that is my winter fund? I don't touch it. So when nice. the winter comes around, we put money into the bank. When as needed, we pay ourselves as needed type that's thing. Um, last year was our best year. Uh, we didn't really have to touch it till, to be honest, January. Um, it's going to be a little more... It's going to be difficult this year. For one, this year has been difficult on everyone that's listening. knows oh, It's been a difficult year financially. Oh, my God. I, um,
2: I completely agree with it's you, insane. I mean, It's insane. I mean, my bills alone has for the very least, doubled. That's grocery, that's utility, that's just living. And that's yes. not even touching the business. Right. So I, I totally get it. Right. I and so,
3: with and with the mowing cutting off sooner, we've, you know, everyone knows, everyone's been a drought. There's a few people that been blessed not to be in a drought, but everyone at this point now is going into a drought if they aren't already. And so... It's going to cause us to tap in just a little bit sooner. My wife, we're blessed actually now. My wife has started back full-time working a job. I guess you could say it's her first time. Our kids are all in school. Our youngest now is in kindergarten. Oh, man. And so she started a full-time job last week. Oh, wow. So that... Is a benefit. It was funny, you know. She st- worked full time last week for the first time ever, <laughs> and then now she was off. She worked Monday, and now she's been off all week to come to equip. And so, but that's going to be a, a, to jump a, a blessing, that. exactly. But she told him from the get-go, hey, you know, I, I've already had this plan. You know, this was planned from last year that we're going to be gone to this, wow. and so they were fine with it. And so, her having that income is going to help. That's going to. We'll have to tap that really into does. that winter fund. Near as easy, yeah. uh, we'll still have to use it. And well, shoot, who
2: knows? This might be a turnaround year for the dumpster bins. You know. It could. What if you get someone that wants to rent it out for a month? Right. Or- Two weeks
3: or something right. like that. I mean, I had a, I had a client that's been my, he was one of my very first clients. He was the f- either first or second. I've lost track, but I have two, my first and second, I still have to this day. Oh, I started them cool. both in 2016. Um, uh, you doing something, right? People so, are coming back to you, man. He reached so. out to me today asking oh. me, hey, what do you charge for the dumpster rental? And so I gave him a prize. He hasn't texted me back yet. And so I was telling my wife on the way over to the rally, I was like, I'm going to text him, and I can't offer this to everybody, but I'll be like, hey what is the price too high or is there a, is there a price you're willing to pay that you've been my customer for six going on seven years it's a good call sure i yeah. need to get some advertisement out there of, of the dumpster being used what can i do to help you you know i nice. can't go to you know if you know as like we said granny herf and comes up and calls me i can't be like hey what can i do to help you all the time but a customer that i know will spread i mean they've moved they moved, they, they originally, when I, when they came on, like, oh, we're just get us through the summer, we're going to be mowing in the spring spring came around, oh, no, I really don't like mowing my yard, keep going now we're six years later, they moved last year to a new location, they're like, hey, we're moving but hey, you're coming with us because they were within where we operate and so, I'm going to do my best to help him, which in turn will turn around and help me and then I can also, it also helped me, you know, I can see like, hey, my price is here, and he's He's like, hey, I'm just, you know, this is what I've kind of been estimating. I've found estimates for might be a good way to if I can help him, maybe he can it can help me mm. get my business rolling. It's kind of hard to advertise for dumpster sure. rental.
2: No, I get it. Uh, that's uh, that's a premium way to do it, though, because that's a big open, almost like a box space, like a right. box truck would be. And I got a buddy back home. Uh, he has a, 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 a budget blinds franchise and all of his vehicles are basically they're kind of this. The octagonal-looking, or the box trucks, box trucks, older vans-looking, and sometimes he'll just park (laughs) in the middle of a grocery store when he's not working, and he'll get calls that way. Same thing, what you're talking about. I mean, you could put put lettering or whatever you want to do down the side. That that, is a plan.
3: And that might be... Probably the best way to do it. Yeah, my mom is my mom's really been trying to push it. Hey, she's trying to share it on the Facebook and things like that uh, and moms. share it for me. Trying to she well mom. she knows. She's like when it work's slowing down, so she's trying to her help. Yeah. She's like, Would <laughs> it help parking it in the yard? I was like, Well and on her front yard. I was like, it would. I was like, but I need to get some lettering like I need the business name on there and the phone number. I can't do rent me because then people think that they can come rent the trailer take it to where they need it type thing. I want to be, I bring it to you, I drop it off, and I'll pick it up in three days. So that's... What if, what
2: if you what if you put something, keep the rent in it? Because I think that's a power word. What if you did something like for rent and then the phone number? Because then you're like, yeah, you can rent it, but here's what... Here's
3: well, what, here, here's what the renting on my side really—that means. is yeah. possible. But there are several trailers. Like, I got a buddy that borrows it, and he's like, "Hey, what do we, what do you charge me?" And I gave him a price. He's like, "Well, I normally we pay this. So if you're going to charge me this, and I, I don't need I don't need a lot. Of, I'm not asking a lot from him. I think I was within like 30 bucks of what he normally pays. <laughs> he goes, "I'll rent from you all the time." Oh, okay. And so it's like I don't mind. It gets the dump trailer being used. But there's several companies out there, businesses that have trailers that say rent me on them. And that means for you to come hook up to it and drive off with it. I see what it. you mean. And I so I, I I don't okay. mind doing that. There's certain uh, there's certain people I'll help that out with. Um, but I would rather just – and I have a name. I have a phone number. I just need to get it in lettering and be able to stick it to the side of the dump trailer. And then I don't mind setting it in the yard, You know, lock it up and set sure. it there, and people will see the name going by. And they're like, right. oh, hey, so-and-so was in a dumpster rental. Let me – will I've th- seen this. Let me look it up because I'm on Google – um, I'm verified, you know, however that works. Oh, Thank, okay. Well, so better. Because then
2: I, they'll, they'll look you up online and see your legit business. Correct. And, and okay, I've,
3: great. And I've had some views. I get notifications. I don't get a lot of views because it's basically a new business that's barely moving. But I get views. You know, I have so many views a and month. It's not
2: like a dime a dozen business where, right. like you and me doing lawn care. I mean, the only thing that really sets us aside is our... Is our uh, is our great smile and great right. attitude and you know being verified and all that. So right. I mean I get it, man. I, I, I get it.
3: It's a, um it's been a process, but I'm I'm happy to be keep going where I'm going. So
2: well, that's cool. Oh, uh, we got a. Uh, well, we it got, looks like
3: Paul is uh, back.
2: Mr. Jameson, he just entered back here again. So I don't know if he's going to jump on yet or not. Uh, I forgot to ask you. how – um I always like to. Um, uh, on my sh- on my show, what I like to do, I'm going to go ahead and throw this here oh, on the green fine. industry for uh, uh, for Paul here because um, this is my first time talking to you, so hey. I always like to I always like to ask three questions to uh, okay. kind of shine the spotlight on you aside from business and all that. Okay. And uh, if you got a couple extra minutes, or if we're good, we can. Oh, uh, you can keep going. Oh, okay, okay, okay cool. So first question is, um, what's your favorite meal? What's your favorite cuisine? What would be your last? meal if you had to oh man that's a good question
3: um i would have to go with meatloaf my mom always cooked good meatloaf <sighs> sounds great. and then my wife has makes phenomenal meatloaf i don't know if my, my mom may hear this i don't know and mom i love you and i think i may have told mom my mom this is my wife's is different i don't i can't really explain it it's a little different and it just tastes different got the watch and, and so them, i love man. it and so but don't get me wrong my mama cooks meatloaf I'm eating meat, I'm eating her meatloaf. You are not telling me I can't have that meatloaf, I'll fight you over it. So <laughs> That's awesome, I will definitely do it. I it I would go meatloaf. I love some dumplings too. Oh my mom hey, makes dumplings or some good yeah. My mom like makes some, some good dumplings. Food, man. My cool. uh, my wife actually she's sappy with herself. She successfully can cook dumplings. <laughs> And we were talking about it recently. Uh, she needs to make some dumplings, oh, and so making it's, me
2: hungry. We're oh. in the middle of the. I've eaten like three, four times today, and you're making me hungry again. You know? Let's talk. Okay. So next one. Um, what's your favorite uh, cinema? It can be a movie, a favorite movie, childhood, current. It could be a show.
3: Well, what does Aaron like? My favorite show, and I don't watch a lot of shows now. I don't watch. I don't really watch any movies, but my favorite show, movie, Jim Carrey liar liar oh that movie yes you know yes. it's one of my childhood favorites too man it's oh gosh yes. the pin is blue you know that scene was hilarious i've actually if anyone knows what twitch is um <laughs> i i have a couple channels that i watch i'm good uh, one of the girls she's a girl from texas she streams and i'm a mod in her channel and so she I, I want a command and she's like what do you want it to be and i was like i was thinking about it and i'm like you know what I googled it and I found this clip and I sent it to her and it's the scene of the pin is blue and it's just the audio for her on the stream but that's my command you know I love that movie oh that's great I used to be able to quote the uh, when he gets pulled over you know the cops ask do you know why I pulled you over he goes "It dep- well how long have you been following me he goes well, let's just start from the beginning and I, I and, don't want to do it to, and he goes not yeah. and he just <laughs> spits out and then he and then in the end he I reaches over <laughs> and hits the glove box and goes I have my parking tickets <laughs> you know so my wife can't stand that movie, um, but it's it's. I love that movie. I used to. To be honest, I think I used to have it on VCH tape. That's how old it was. I know I did.
2: It's <laughs> I'd, probably somewhere in my garage. I used to have
3: it on it. DVD, but I've lost it. According to my wife, she threw it away. She didn't like it, so it wow. doesn't surprise me. God bless her. <laughs> oh man. Well,
2: I, I agree. I'm in the same boat with you. My wife is not in the same page with me as far as humor goes. So I'm very much that way though. That's awesome, dude. And lastly. Um, what's uh what's one of your most memorable moments? Maybe something said um, that you've experienced in life, and and I always feel as a as a as a husband and a wife, I always kind of husband and a wife. I always kind of as a husband and a father, I always kind of have a feeling where that goes naturally. Right. But um, where would that stand for you? But best best memory, uh, most memorable thing, maybe said
3: or done. Okay. Um, Take it. Well, for those who can't see, my wife just sat down beside me. Hello. And, uh, nice to see you. I would say being married is one. I, I can't narrow it down just to one. You know, there's a the whole day, bunch of small ones. There's, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of small ones. Being married, the day we got married was a phenomenal day. Uh, the day both of my children were born oh. on separate times. Like, you know, they talk about you, don't under, you thought you knew love until you're, you hold your child. By golly, it's it's unexplainable. Um, And another thing, I would say my religion. um, I'm apostolic. uh, I believe in talking in tongues. Cool. Cool. And when I got the Holy Ghost, to me that I was nine years old, so I knew what it was. But I was it wasn't like someone. Oh, you did this. Oh, you did. I I understood what it was. I'm not. I don't think I've ever said that publicly. But that experience, that was a joy that I've. That's up there with being married having kids you know supernatural it, man. <laughs> it's it's amazing and so those like i said i can't narrow it down to one those would be easily be my top three you can you could do 1a 1b 1c i won't put them in an order sure you can file it where you want as, as you're listening but well, that's awesome that man. would be my top three i'd go three I not pre- one
2: i appreciate you being transparent and giving us that and that like i said that that just shines a light on you and kind it of gives a listener. Uh, just to let them know, you know, you're not made of, you're not made of, uh, what's that stuff in grass blades? (laughs) What's what's that called? Um, Oh, I don't know. Oh, anyways, we're not all just made of grass, grass juices and frog guts, you know, (laughs) from running and running and gunning all season.
3: We're real people with beating hearts out there. And we have thoughts and we have opinions and we have feelings, so... Is there any of – so I'll flip it on you. Oh, man, here we go. What's your favorite cinema? We'll go with cinema first. What's your yeah. favorite cinema? Oh,
2: man, you said Liar Liar, so that's a, that's a pretty good one. My favorite cinema – cinnamon one. Cinnamon one. <laughs> my favorite cinema – I actually have two um, – is Saving Private Ryan. That's a good one. And The Patriot. Those that is another Those kind of are my one. default all-time favorite yes. movies. I, I – I, Love them and tear up from start to finish every time I watch it. I don't care Doesn't how many times I watch it. wrong with
3: those? So that's me, man. Okay. And what was the first one again? First question you asked. Favorite cuisine. Favorite cuisine. So what is your favorite cuisine? <laughs> My favorite cuisine
2: is, I got a, I got a few. Uh, sushi. Ooh, I, uh, I can't agree with you on that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's cool, man. I know it's an acquired taste. Uh, sushi and uh, chicken wings, you know, buffalo wild wings, yes. you know, anywhere that makes really good, yes, good wings. I agree and, with that. And I'll eat a good, a good deli sandwich, you know, just a good sandwich. I'll, I'll eat. Those are those three. I, you know, I'll live on those on the Island, you know? So okay. that's
3: me, brother. And so what is, was a Favorite moment? I guess you say the, sure. the moment that makes you the happiest. Oh man. Um, much like yourself.
2: Um, for me, uh, I was always told, oh, you never know what it's like when you have your own kids. Yes. Um, point of salvation, marriage. And I literally heard gears audibly heard gears shift in my life when my firstborn and then wow.
3: my second born came. Like wow. I
2: literally felt it and I literally awesome. heard it. Call me psycho, I'm a psycho and no, sumbleweed
3: That's how it goes. But um that's it for me. Those anyone four. anyone who has had kids doesn't understand that aspect. No it, it, and I and I don't no. I don't expect you to. Yeah. It's you will experience it when you get right. to hold your child for the first time. It's it's you think you know love. You and I know that sound. I know everyone has said that statement. But when you hold your job for the first time, it's you find a level yep. of love that you didn't know you had. And it's, really it's amazing. I
2: literally felt a shift there, man. It's so, crazy. But So that's it, man. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for sitting down with me. And it's been a privilege to jump on uh, Paul's here on the Green Industry Podcast and do a little takeover for him while yeah. he's a... Thank uh, you,
1: guys. I'm I'm back now. I've walked in, I walked in. I walked by. you talk talking about meatloaf. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Mr. Producer
3: approves this one.
1: See,
2: you're me nervous. Now, now it's fine. <laughs> now <laughs> I'm nervous again. <laughs> oh,
3: we're, we're, man. I'm going to know if I don't hear it, man. We, didn't, it. we didn't talk any football <laughs> or down about any team, so okay, we stayed dude. off that topic. Yeah.
1: If you guys are hearing this, it, it made it through the, uh, the vetting <laughs> of Mr. Producer and then get thrown <laughs> into the graveyard with uh, the other
3: ones <laughs> I, I, I'll i be confident I feel like it was a pretty good All one right, I felt good. like we we talk, conversed man. back and forth and really talk. got into the what different nuts and nuts and bolts of sure. the, of the mm-hmm.
2: businesses and stuff so yeah some common stuff some new stuff and yeah And like I said, I always, I forgot to say, getting to know the softer side of the lawn care professional. That's what the
1: little questions were. I was trying to remember
2: my own question. But anyways, Paul, man, you're awesome, dude. Thank you so much for letting me come on here and spend some time with your guests.
1: Yeah, here's here's the deal. Uh, Aaron,
3: you're a friend of the show. You've you've shouted yourself out quite a bit. But let them know your Instagram, at Aaron's Lawn Care. At Aaron's underscore lawn care. Uh, If you you Google Aaron's, you'll find two of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am the green and white. Uh, green white with a uh, green leaf in the logo. Uh, so I think I'm actually the only Aaron's Lawn Care. Yes, that's correct. And so there's actually an Aaron's Lawn Maintenance. A lot of people think it's me. Uh, I'm the Lawn Care. So you can also find me on Facebook. Same thing under the Facebook business page. I'm already following you. Good Look deal. at that. We're already hey, following there each you. There you go. I almost guarantee I'm following you. So we're. Uh, Paul asked, to "Have me shout myself out? Yeah, man. Yeah, shout out your you podcast. Here's out. your here's
1: your big Ooh. moment, Andrew. Ooh. Go for it."
3: Um,
2: Andrew Martinez with the Lone Star Lawn Talk Podcast. Uh, you can find me on Instagram as well under that same name, and also my business under Southern Suns Landscape Management, or Southern Suns Landscape on on uh, Instagram. I'm on Facebook too, but I do that's it. I'm yeah. already following. So um, you
1: guys are already following each other. Yeah. Right? We just never it's really in real life. Person. You didn't follow <laughs> awesome. each other
2: yeah. though. It's <laughs> that's awesome, cool, man. It's awesome. So, yeah, you can find me on either, either three of those tags, and again, Paul, I appreciate mm-hmm. you. Thanks so much for letting me come on, and and uh, be a part of this uh, um, show here at the GIE. Uh, GIE, this is getting it, crushed. This, this is done.
1: Equip, it's done. Equip. He's not
3: even been to equip yeah. until this year, and yes, he, he already knows year. it as GIE.
1: Yeah. It's been what would you guys? Mind. What would you guys say? Your first year, first time coming. Um, uh, what, 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 what would you think, honestly?
2: It was uh, as much as I've been told. You know, year after year after year after year, overwhelming. I mean, mm-hmm. when I first walked in those swinging doors. I do not know what to think.
3: I was, but it, it, was, it was overtaking. We'll do this, a little teaser. As long as this makes it through. We did discuss this a little bit with his first experience. So we'll make you, Paul. Oh, see, I, have I, I missed back. it. You'll no, have, I'm, I'm
1: listening back. Yeah. So, so by the time I'm listening back and I'm listening to myself now, I already know the answer. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, so you'll know the answer that's coming up to the question you asked. So we won't let him spill all the beans. So we'll okay. let him. We'll, let, we'll make you listen back and make you listen in. So anyone that's listened to this far. Hannah Grace you know Gardens. The, you know the answer all right. to the question. So
1: Welcome. I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> Paul's getting a little star. I can't here. hear what's up. Yeah, th- yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. You need to say hi. i so. <laughs> trying to contact with her for the last 24 hours. Cool.
1: All right. Well, thanks again for taking over my show. And Absolutely. Uh, I'm glad you trusted me with it. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, uh, We are going to kick it back to the best producer in the biz to to play the outro, and uh, I'm going to go meet Hannah Grace Gardens. Thanks again, Paul. appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Gal. Have a good one. Thanks. Thanks, You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the price increase letter template. It's a plug-and-play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the price increase letter template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the
0: Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.